The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace. This is The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Episode 112 of the Drive-By Podcast is here. Thursday edition, what's going on? Freeway Frank, hope you're doing all right. You know, part of the changeover to this new studio in the city of Montreal, being more central and moving here, was to be closer to the action. And I'm definitely closer to the action. One thing I've noticed about being here, I'm going to say right off the top, is I get more work done. A lot of people ask me, the question I've been asked the most in the last couple of weeks. So you built this home studio. You were home. Everything looked great. Now you move? What's going on with you? Why did you do that? Why did you make that decision? Well, I'm going to tell you why I made the decision. Because at home, it's too easy. It was the right way to introduce the drive-by, and that was the whole concept. But now, we took it to another level. Because one of you more central, closer to where the action is. And at home, it was too easy. Too easy to be in your joggers, go record late at night, record when you want to record, edit when you want to edit. It was, it was just too easy. So eventually, when you're serious about something, you start it off a certain way. And then if you want to take it next level, you got to do what I just did. And that's take this necessary step. So that's why I'm here. And now the next thing, by the way, and I'm exhausted. I'm not going to lie to you, okay? And the, <laughs> because now I'm a, never mind a jack of all trades, I'm a frank of all trades, okay? Because now I'm trying to learn every aspect because every entrepreneur I know told me, you got to learn all aspects of your business. So now I'm learning how to video edit before and have someone do that for me. And now I'm trying to learn how to do it. I'm figuring here, I need to Make sure as I'm getting this podcast, sending it to where I want to send it out into space, the final frontier, do, 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 you know, next, next big step. I have to learn how to do things. And anyone who has a business, you're listening now and you know this and you've ever started a business, you know, you have to know all aspects of your business, setting up the lights, had my friend set up the lights again, the video and all that. And he said, you know what? I, I set it up before he got here because you did a pretty good job. Yeah, we're just going to move here a tiny bit. This You're starting to get it. Basically, starting to get things that I couldn't care less about before. I'm the guy in front of the microphone. I'm the guy in front of the camera. I've always been that person. And behind the scenes, people have always done what they've done because they've been good. That was their skill. And I show up and execute. But with all that comes, only so many hours in a day. And now, as I'm trying to bring the podcast to the next level, I find myself extremely tired and the whole reason for being here doing this podcast this is a solo cast by the way and i'm too tired to do it because i'm doing all this other stuff but it's cool it really is but it made me laugh when i started to think about it it's like okay wait so now i still have to do the podcast and i've never moaned and groaned about doing that's the thing i couldn't wait to do but now with all these other things i'm like oh shit i gotta do the podcast (laughs) what am i gonna talk about now had a whole bunch of stuff outlined to talk about so let's get right to it 81-year-old Martha Stewart, lifestyle mogul, you know Martha Stewart, the oldest person to ever be featured in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue 2023. 
Now, before I go, you know, ballistic, because I, I don't want to go crazy here, because I know the times we're living in, right? And I know what I'm supposed to say, but, but what am I supposed to say? Not on this podcast. I say whatever I want. But you know when you're listening to the mainstream message, what they're going to say. They're all going to rant and rave. They're all going to say how amazing it is. Martha Stewart, oh my God, did you see her? How amazing she looks. And yeah, I got to be honest. I look at her. She doesn't look a day over 65. She's 81. And I would put her at about early 60s. If I were to look at this Photoshop pictures, which by the way they say isn't Photoshopped at all, this is the way she really looks. If her skin is this good, then I'm afraid that Martha Stewart might not be human. She just looks too damn good in this picture. And I don't believe it for a second. She even says, I can't remember the exact quote, but when I was reading the article, she says, this is me. I don't believe it. It just looks too good. But again, even still... It's an 81-year-old, right? So back in the day, imagine this, no internet. I was back in high school. We would look forward to the Sports Illustrated issue because we knew it was going to be back then when you could say things like some babe. There's going to be some gorgeous woman on, this, on the cover of the magazine. That's what you waited for. The Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. It was iconic. And it was 20-somethings. In these, and now it's an 81-year-old because they're trying to make, of course, ageism cool. And as somebody who, well, look, we all get old, right? I do commend her for doing that, and I do commend the magazine for promoting an older person because all media does nowadays is cut them from life support when they, they hit a certain age. They do it all the time. They're not going to tell you, but it's evident. You know, Lisa LaFlamme gets a little too old. She has gray hair. Bye-bye. And they bring in somebody else that looks hotter, has a much nicer cleavage, waistline, blonde in her early 20s. Bam, ready to go. The 45, 50-year-old's not cutting it anymore. It's really sad because the truth is we all get old. And you should never diss somebody and criticize someone ah they're so old ah my mother my mother and her friends because before you know it if, if you're not paying attention like the movie said life passes you right by it happens really quickly so i'm kind of like on the fence on this one because i know why they're doing it and i know we live in in these proper times where well of course an 81 year old i'm surprised it's not an 81 year old dude on the Sports Illustrated cover. That's what I'm surprised. With his ball sack sticking out near his Speedos or close to the to the line there. And, and it, instead, they went with an actual woman here. Nonetheless, I, as I said, I commend her. She does look good. But I question the reasoning behind it. Why did they really do it? They're not really doing it because they really do believe that she merits being there. They're doing it because it's the right thing to do nowadays. And everything that is wrong, they're turning right. And everything that people were insecure about in the past, nowadays, it's all inclusive. It's like the buffet at your favorite five-star resort in Jamaica or Mexico, Dominican Republic, wherever you go. It's all inclusive. So that's what they're all about. So that's why they're doing it. Because, you know, at some in some boardroom, they're sitting down, right? And there's some person, when they're thinking, who are we going to put? We got to do something different. Uh, look at what uh, Bud Light did. Yeah, that worked out very well for them, by the way. Uh, we we got to let's. What are we gonna do? Let's put Martha Stewart on. And then somebody goes, "What? How old's Martha Stewart? Eighty-one. 
And then another person stands up and goes, yes, Martha Stewart. That's who we're going to put. She looks amazing for her age. Yeah, but uh, we've never had a, We always have 20-year-olds. Uh, we're going to put Martha Stewart. And everybody's, uh, yeah, that's a fantastic idea. Of course. Why not? Power to her. So that's what is happening. That's where you know it came from. It didn't come from a place of legitimacy where now all of a sudden we think 81-year-olds should be on the cover. I mean, she's you know just a couple of years younger than my mom. And I love my mom. She's a wonderful lady, a beautiful lady in my mind. But she, on the cover of Sports Illustrated magazine, again, the reasons behind it is what I question. And of course, you know, then the media goes crazy. Martha Stewart, Sports Illustrated, gives ages of middle finger. And it's article after article. Martha Stewart, CNN, lands historic Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. Can't get enough of it. An 81-year-old, never in our lifetime would we have thought. Yeah, we would put an 81-year-old <laughs> on the cover of the most iconic sports magazine, which, by the way, let's be honest, nobody gives a shit about it anymore because back in the day, we'd wait to see who was going to be on the cover. We'd wait to see what sports icon, you know, was it going to be Wayne Gretzky or Michael Jordan or whomever. We were waiting to see who was going to be on that cover. That's why. We didn't have internet. We didn't have all these other means of getting excited. We didn't. That's what we waited for. No kid now in their teens or going, you know, just discovering themselves puberty, uh, late uh, teens, 20s, are looking at Sports Illustrated for the 23-year-old centerfold regardless because they're looking at TikTok and all the women with half-naked on OnlyFans and TikTok. That's what they're looking at on Instagram. That's where they are. They're on Tinder and Bumble and writing, DMing these girls. That's where they are. They don't care that it's prior to her was a 20-year-old, yet alone now being an 81-year-old, now you've really closed the door. Now they're like, whoa, my grandmother. My great-grandmother is on the Sports Illustrated. So this is not connecting with a younger generation. This is just connecting the dots of inclusivity. That's it. It's all PR. It's all marketing. It's all agenda. Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan, in near-catastrophic car chase with the paparazzi. So apparently, they were chased for almost two hours and nearly ended tragically. The messages went crazy, by the way, on social media when this came out. You know, people started saying, oh, here's Megan. Even in death, her mother-in-law, late mother-in-law, died. She even wants to take the spotlight away from the way she died with the paparazzi. This stuff, I'm telling you, you can't write better stuff than this. And then the media, they chew it up. They swallow it whole. It's like they wait. And then article after article. The titles and the captions are even more ridiculous than, than, than what I just read to you. This is what Martha Stewart on the cover of Sports Illustrated, Harry and Meghan, chased for two hours by the paparazzi. They almost die. This is what they're promoting. These sensational stories. You know, they pick moments in the past and they try to make these moments, replicate these moments. Her life came to a tragic end in France in that tunnel. And I'm willing to bet... Sure, they're followed by the paparazzi. Sure, they're harassed by the paparazzi. But I'm sure it didn't end in a near catastrophic car accident and death. I, I just think that whoever the publicist is and the publicist, they continue to milk the story for promotion. Remember the two people who they want to be left alone? 
are always under the bright lights and in front of the camera. And that South Park episode couldn't be more true. It has been several months now since our beloved queen has died. Our Canadians are finding it hard to go on. Our Canadians, that is, except for our first guest, the prince and his wife. We want privacy! We want privacy! So, you know, you read these... See, I, I can't even read the news anymore. You read stuff like this, I get agitated. I'm like, yeah, really? You want to upstage your late mother-in-law now with, with the way she died? And you didn't even come close to dying, but okay, that's the way they're going to spin it. It's pathetic. It's sad. It's sad. What are we living? And today is the 381st birthday of the city of Montreal. And the mayor of Montreal said, Montreal is more gorgeous than ever. Happy anniversary. 381st. By the way, I almost, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I don't want to be bitter. I don't want to be negative. But my gut reaction, my natural reaction is to tweet her back. So I see this and I want to write her back. Th- yeah, this from the person who is continuing to ruin Montreal. What I've noticed about being back, I still come to Montreal often, even though I live across the bridge. But what I notice about now being here and recording at the new studio is that it's it's true. It's bike lanes forever. Bike lanes everywhere. And traffic caused by bike lanes and traffic caused by more pedestrian walkways. And now she wants to close down all of the old port, which for those of you who are not from the Montreal area, it's one of the nicest parts of Montreal, one of the most historic parts, cobblestone streets, the beautiful history of Montreal, Bon Secours Market, the Ferris wheel, the restaurants, the Joie de Vivre. She wants to close it all to traffic now. And that would be an absolute nightmare for tour buses, dropping off tourists, for people heading down there. It would be blocks and blocks and blocks of just open space. And I know people are like, so what's wrong with that? Well, because that's her whole agenda is to just shut everything down. And you know, you hear right away, you think, People start talking about this. He's like, oh, here's another conspiracy th- theory. But I'm sure, I'm sorry, but these conspiracy theories start to, to sound real when you see what these politicians are doing. And this, this is just another suggestion by the mayor that if it comes true, is only going to, you know, stranglehold the city of Montreal. What I noticed the last couple of days of being here, again, I know they always, they joke around. There's three seasons in Montreal. It's fall, winter, spring. And then there's no summer. Then it's construction. And it's true. Last night I was coming home from, from somewhere. They had a whole access to a certain part of the city closed. So you had to go, imagine, you were going north. You had to go south. Then you had to go east. Then you had to come back kind of north. Then go back east and then get yourself back north. I know the city's old, but it seems like when they fix things. I saw somebody post an Instagram post. Earlier today, a friend of mine on Instagram, and it was a massive pothole. And it was car after car missing it till one car finally hit it, and it was like, boom, thump. It, went, and the, it wasn't just a hole. This could have been a hot tub. This could have been a jacuzzi. Like, you could have filled it up with a couple of, you know, massage jets, put water in there on a non-busy highway, and you had yourself 
uh, putting some hot springs uh, around it. And, and that's how there was massive, this hole. And this is what makes, to me, the city embarrassing. Things like this should not be occurring in a major market like Montreal. It doesn't occur anywhere else. Any other city, too, that has horrible winners. And us, because of the corruption over the years and the things that have happened, politicians that continue to, you know, all they think about is green, 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 but they forget that the city needs to continue to have these arteries to get out and to move. And I'm telling you, it's just a freaking nightmare. And being down here as I literally, I'm not even, not even, but like barely 10 kilometers away from my place. And you put it in, you know, to your, your phone, you get on ways and you put the, to get back home. Just because imagine you have to, you have to get a quicker route because you can't take the regular route. God forbid I live, I leave here in rush hour. It took me 49 minutes. I'm across the bridge, literally across the, 49 minutes. This makes absolutely no sense. And the bridge I'm taking is a brand new bridge that has a brand new train system that they built three years ago. And during COVID, they had an opportunity to really work on it. But of course, they had to stop because people couldn't get sick outside working. And and here we are, still hasn't started. And it's a great, it looks like a great train system. I see it every day. They're running the trains back and forth empty. Because they had issues or they messed something up with the, 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 the track and the design. And I don't know anymore. It's a brand new bridge. And people, it, it doesn't make sense. And it has four lanes on either side. And the bus lane is only used for buses. They haven't figured out that, you know, outside of maybe rush hour, let Uber, Uber vehicles, let other buses, let two or more electric cars go into these lanes to to just make traffic a, a little less. I don't understand. I really don't understand. And I'm in the car with my friend and he's swearing and I'm swearing and it's late at night and we're looking at each other and it's like one F-bomb after another. It's like, we can't believe it. But then we've lived here for so long. We can believe it. It, does, it shouldn't surprise us. But as Montrealers, if you come here, you're visiting the city. You probably don't see it all. Like, oh, look, oh, look at the Bixie bikes. I can get around. Yeah, great. But then you go down streets full of holes, paths on either side, and traffic galore and congestion in between all those those paths because the streets they chose to, to, to have those paths on, you know, used to be two two lanes on each side. And, and now it's like bikes. And, and it's funny, in the winter, they still clear these paths they plow the, the bike paths. It's freezing cold. Most people can't even ride bikes during that time of the year. You still see the freaks doing it, of course, and the hipsters. And the streets are not plowed and cars are... It's just a disaster. It's a disaster. So seeing the mayor write, happy anniversary to Montreal, that made me laugh too. It was just nonstop. Those are the three things I read in the last few hours. And I said, these are the things I had to bring up on this podcast. What, what What's going on? What is going on? Are we ever going to fix things? Are we ever going to make things right? And then, did you get this stat before I go? One third of Canadians are fine with prescribing assisted suicide for homeless people. So they've been going after the conservatives the last couple of days, by the way. You've heard, right? About conservatives wanting to keep offenders and reoffenders, like in Vancouver, people that reoffend. It's the same 
They were saying it's the same 150 people getting arrested and rearrested over and over, like 100 times a year. It's insane. And conservatives were saying we need to keep these people in jail, and the liberals want them to, to be free. And it's up to society to help these people. Well, well yeah, it's up, to, it, it's up to society to help these people, but it's also up to society to keep these people who are dangerous away from people trying to live their life normally. Yes, we need to help them, but it's not a good idea to put them back on the street if they're not ready to go back on the street. And apparently they're not because we keep putting them back on the street a few hours later. And so remember the line, weak leaders cause hard times. And this is what we're experiencing right now. The weakest of leaders, the weakest of mayors, premiers, prime ministers, the weakest people are running the show right now. And it's created the hard times we're talking about. And until somebody returns that has a backbone, says it like it is, and cuts through all this bullshit that we've been going through, we are going to keep living these hard times. And of course, you'll, you'll hear some of these people that get offended by people like me calling it hard times, saying, you don't know how good you have it. But I don't live in that part of the world. I live in this part of the world. And I'm concerned about what's going on over here. And I'm hating every second of it. And not to be negative, because I think we had a couple of good laughs here, as in me, myself, and I, and you listening in on the other side. As they say in French, enough basta, as we say in Italian, enough is enough. But this is this has become a complete and utter farce now, a joke. All right, time to go. Freeway Frank, thank you so much for listening in. Five stars, if you could give it that, it helps me out. If you could download the podcast and hit the circle with the arrow pointing down, even better. Streaming's fine, but downloading is where it's at. Download past episodes as well. Do it. Go crazy. Just hit that button for me and leave a review and a comment, what you're seriously thinking going through your mind. That helps out too. Those comments you can leave on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to this podcast. Catch you again next week with two new episodes. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace.